Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. This is our year-end week of shows for 2016. I'm Dana here in studio with producer Shar. And uh, happy Hanukkah if you're still celebrating. Oh, that's, I'm in I'm in studio with Pocket Char. She's very little and she talks like that. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, Pocket Char. Can you come out of the pocket for a little bit? Can I talk to Big Char? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> oh my god, okay, this Where'd is completely you- ridiculous, but when I used to be I was on this alternative station in San Jose and when we played Gwen Stefani, I would because I just thought she was so adorable. I'm not a fan of her music. Uh, I did like Old No Doubt, but I'm not a fan of her music. I shouldn't have said that, but whatever. Anyway, I thought she was so adorable because Gwen Stefani is adorable. And I would pull um, a little thing out of my pocket and I would say, oh, guess who's in studio since we're playing No Doubt or Gwen Stefani? It's Pocket Gwen. And I would talk in a high voice to myself. You know what's scary? That was a bit. That was, that was a bit. Did people I like it? I was sober. People loved it. I, they, they, people would love it. It's alternative radio. What are you gonna? Yeah, yeah. Alternative radio people are gonna love that. But but yeah, people loved it. Just they love. I would get email. Po- uh, Pocket Gwen got emails. How about them apples? <laughs> uh, the reason Pocket Shark came out is because we're getting a little bit delirious. Because it's our end of the year. It's our end of the year. And we've you know we've been kind of packing it in, getting ready for you know the new year. And, yeah, because we've got some great stuff coming out so for 2017. And so we've been doing these episodes and putting them together, and, I'm, and, and I think you and I are getting a little a little helium crazy or something. You know, maybe somebody's pumping helium through the vents. That would be uh, Or something funny, else. Because we don't have <laughs> balloons here. But um, Anyway, side note, do you know heroin is sold in balloons? Maybe I did know that. Because that's whenever like I see people have had little balloons and I see little balloon pieces on the street, it, it like irks me. It's like, ugh. So, I had this inner like oh reaction. God. So like, I would total trigger you if I had a party in here and we popped all the balloons. <laughs> Wouldn't trigger me, but my mind would be going back and forth to, to me going, "Be present, be present." Or, <laughs> well, actually, it might trigger you if I had the party before you came here and then you walked in and it was nothing but popped balloons. Yeah, I'd be all <laughs> kinds of pissed off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who does that? Who does that to somebody? Yes, yeah, so uh, what I wanted to talk about today was, um, you know, if you're going to a holiday party, um, if you're newly sober, or if you're oldly sober, let's pretend like that's a word, and you're surrounded by people who um, are either heavy drinkers or users or are inconsiderate of your sobriety, what to do. I always say uh, there's always an alcathon and an arathon nearby that you can go to and just call either the AA or the NA hotline. And find, you know, somebody can always take you to a meeting. But you know what's really awkward I always find is like when when you're at a party, so he's like, do you want a drink? And you're like, no, nah, I'm good. And they're like, ah, come on. When it, when they start to push it, then it's like, what do you do? Because that's just uncomfortable. And if you have a disease like I do, a loud disease wants to go, oh, well, they're pushing it on me. I guess I have to. Hmm. You know, my, my thing I like to do is I like to put a bunch of cheese in my mouth and then go, mm, <laughs> And talk with my mouth full. And then people leave me alone. Um, it works. And, and they do what? Mouth. And they usually leave me alone. They just leave me alone? Yeah. That's that's a way to go. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, that gets rid of the situation. It's one way to go. Um, the other thing, I know a lot of girls can do this, is you can be like, I'm pregnant. 
and then people will be like, ooh, sorry. Or you could be like, I, I'm on a round of antibiotics right now. It, then they think you have the herpes and they don't want to talk to you. It reminds me of my friend, um, my friend, the comedian Eddie Ift. He, yes. had, he had a, a bit in his comedy act where he's like, I don't drink. And, um, and they'll be like, why? Like, what's wrong with you? And then he's like, why do I have to take a break from drinking for something to be wrong with me? He, like, it, and uh, he would come up with like the most weird disturbing thing ever like so like something creepy and oh my god well that's true for me that's the other thing i say is come on have a drink and i'll be like not unless you want me smoking crack with toothless hookers next to a dumpster come three o'clock in the morning because that's where my ass will be if yeah, i start drinking it, right now and that's it, that's exactly it is like he would be like yeah is he in recovery bad. no he's not oh he just takes breaks he takes breaks <laughs> every once in a while how quaint and um yeah, I wish I could do that, but I can't. So, and so, uh, yeah, and and it was yeah, it was part of his act. And it was, it, it's funny the way he delivered it. I'm not delivering it correctly. <laughs> no, but I get that. I do. I say things like that. Oh, you don't want me drinking because here's what'll happen. Um, or of course Robert Downey Jr. said, uh, "I can't drink tonight. I have plans for Christmas." But that's not good right now because it is the holidays, <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? So, well. <laughs> When you're going to parties and stuff like that, especially around the holidays or parties in general, and people are offering a drink to you, and you just go, "No, I do you have you ever gone like straight up? No, I can't because I'm I don't drink. I'm clean or I'm so. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll say that. And I'll say that. You know what's really funny is though because there's a lot of alcoholics where I live, um, and they. It, it, they go, oh, she doesn't want anything to drink. She's an alcoholic as they're like on their fifth, you know, <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> Outside of that, what's usually the reception? Of- the reception, and you know what? It's like around my family. My family's really cool. People drink around me and they know I don't drink. Mm-hmm. They, they're not sloppy like the people in the town I've been living mm-hmm. in where they're just like spilling it all over me. My, but they, they know they can drink in front of me. Some of them, some of them will say, hey, is this bothering you? And it, it never is because mm-hmm. they do it. They're not sitting there with their bottle of bourbon pouring it in front of my face. Or, well, they have the sense to mix it in another room. What about strangers that you say, sorry, I don't drink because I'm sober? Do they freak out or do they get all embarrassed or do they Usually sometimes they get weird and but you know what mostly the reaction is well good for you. <laughs> wow, really that's so cool. And it's like, okay, thanks. Um I had a uh uh one of my other podcasts uh we recently had a guest on and we were excited uh uh we were excited to have this guest on and this this show uh usually drinks some whiskey. Oh, I know what show you're talking about. Yes. Uh, with, and with, then they don't drink it in the morning, which is what I don't understand about them. <laughs> How do they just drink some whiskey and then leave and not drink more whiskey? I don't get it. Right. I really appreciate them for that, though. They're and, my idols. And um, and so, yeah, so we... Um, <laughs> so, anyways, we brought you know like we brought whiskey for this event for this guest and you know, like to drink for our episode and blah 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 and then the the guest came in and then we were like the host was like would you like some would you like something to drink or you know like would you like some whiskey and she's like no I don't drink and I didn't catch it but then after the episode the host was like did you hear that is she is she is she not like she doesn't drink at all like like shoot did I do something dumb like and I'm like I don't know I didn't catch it but uh yeah she didn't drink that she said no so maybe she is clean and I didn't even think about it after that and then uh, she sounds like a good guest for radio rehab 
three or four months later, she posted on her Instagram uh, one of those little boomerang things of like, hey, seven years clean today. Oh. So. Awesome. So she should be on Radio Rehab. She should be on Radio Rehab. She's actually on my list. Oh, great. So that's somebody who's going to be on Radio Rehab in 2017. I hope so. We've got so many, so many good shows coming up. But let's wait till tomorrow to talk about that because we have to cap this week off. Um, We've got one more day of shows before Um, you get to hear our 2017 Storyteller Series. uh, to, To wrap things up real quickly, this show is airing on... The Thursday before New Year's, which you call amateur hour. It's total amateur hour. It's people who aren't used to drinking a lot, drinking a lot, so, and they just look like shatheeds. So what do sober people do on New Year's? Oh, my God. We just laugh. <laughs> we have a great time. We don't laugh at the expense of alcoholics unless an alcoholic happens to show up and make an ass of themselves. But I mean, I don't, and by alcoholics, I just mean amateurs, people out drinking. I don't mean like sober alcoholics. Oh my God. We, I mean, there's dances, there's parties, there's all the sober stuff to do. Um, I don't know how much of it is going to be going on in the South where I'm going to be for New Year's Eve, but I know in, in all major cities, you know, and I mean, in California, there's tons of them. There's tons of them. There's huge. In San Francisco, oh, my God. I'm talking huge. It's like a huge club. If you walked in, you would not know that there was no alcohol being served. Well, if they're all, it's like a bunch of you around, and, and you'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah, because everybody's head, just like me. My head's going <laughs> to explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of crazy, off-the-wall, off-the-wall, wacky people. <laughs> uh, well, they are. Oh I mean, the ones I'm friends with, I, I choose to be friends with people who are a little bit wacky because I like that. It's the clown in me that likes that. But no. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I do. I'm Pocket Gwen. Um, no. But, <laughs> oh, here we go again. No, I, there's, there's dances. There's recovery. There's like, a, you know, there'll be a main speaker meeting and then a dance. And then there's people getting completely jacked up on coffee and Red Bull. Well, yeah. So you said you're, you, you're in the South. So, um, so there's... you. What I'll are tell you, you what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be sitting on Lake Pontchartrain blowing up fireworks. I was about to I'm say. I'm going to blowing like, shit I, up. I was about to say, what do you do in the South? I was like, shotguns and fireworks? Hell yeah. <laughs> and I will be posting pictures left and right. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm going to do in the South? I keep. I, I have a, uh, a good friend in recovery who wants me to... Uh, to take pictures of everything I eat because I'm saying I'm fitting to eat my way through the South. Um, I'm going to Mississippi and Louisiana and that's where I'm from. And I like to eat my body weight and fried food when I'm there. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be coming home. I I was just telling you this earlier with about six to seven extra pounds of ass. I'm going to be carrying that back home with pride. With pride, because it's all going to be the best food. I like banana pudding and fried pickles and crawfish etouffee and boudin and, and jambalaya and uh, guadainib, grape leaves, dolmas, tabbouleh. Oh, my God. And casseroles. So many casseroles and coconut cream pie. All that in two weeks, huh? Oh, God. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be delicious, and I get to see my my family. And you know, it's like this is the most I've gotten to see him. This, these past two years have been the most I've gotten to see my well, family. Yeah, because your mom forever. actually wants to. Your mom doesn't mind schlepping for a plane ticket for you to come join her. They don't mind. They don't mind me being. No, it's more like I'm sober so I can be around my family. No, that's what I'm saying. Is oh, like your yeah. mom. Your mom is basically like. But my mom's not paying for the plane ticket. But okay. But you know what I mean. It's like yes. you're, you're, I, I guess not paying for the plane ticket, but more she of like. She can stand my presence. Right. It's more. My like, mom actually likes my presence right now. 
Right, exactly. That's I, I guess that's what I yeah, meant. Yeah, which and is we, amazing, and is that's like, sobriety. I will take, like, I will arrange for this person to come with us because I don't mind being around this person because she's not a pain in the ass. Well, it's that, and it's I can make a plane flight because I'm sober. You know what I mean? It's I can show up somewhere, whereas I can't even tell you the past 10 years how many times I've booked flights, and a lot of times at someone else's expense, and missed them. Because no, I was I trying to figure out where to put my, you know, drugs and what hole to put. Yeah, I, we'll believe me, I know because. Oh, I know you know. I know because uh, because I've been around a few of those. Yeah, you were there. Yes, you were present for a bunch with of those. with some of the dumbest stories you've <laughs> ever heard of, and you're sitting there going, "Really? That really happened?" I know, which reminds me, it's like, yeah, when you're an addict and you're on one and you miss an event, you will come up with the dumbest excuse imaginable it's like i think i've told you this story before i was 16 strung out i had been up for days and i just went into like a grocery store and was reading labels and just tweaked out of my mind i don't even know what i was doing but this is before cell phones so nobody knew where i was and when i showed up at home and was dealing with everybody we were gonna call the cops we thought you were dead i made up this story um i said i was driving in my car with my window down and there were two kids playing a yard and one of them threw an apple at my head and I passed out. That, that's the <laughs> best thinking. That's my best thinking right wow. there. Right, I know. But it's like, I don't know if my thinking was, the weirder it is, the less they'll question it. Or if I really thought, hey, that could happen. I did see two kids playing ball. What if that ball was an apple? A really hard <laughs> apple. And what if he fired it at my skull? I probably would have passed out. So that's, yeah, that's the insanity of me as a teenager. Wow. Can you imagine being my parent as a teenager? Good God. The kids I see today, I'm like, God, your parents no are lucky. No wonder CM is a CM. Of course yeah. she's a CM. Well, no wonder I'm a C. She made me. <laughs> Either I, I think I made her a CM and she made me a C. We made each other. There you go. But yeah, that, that's... <laughs> I love where this show has gone right now. But like I was saying, tomorrow, we're going to be back at the studio tomorrow, and we're going to talk to you about the awesomeness that you're going to hear in 2017. We will see you tomorrow. Keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll